straight out of the timeline and right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And now I'm not the coronavirus. <laughs> and this <laughs> is Legends TV Talk. Too soon? Uh, too soon? No, I, I think I think not soon enough. Uh, this yeah. is this is a public service announcement from your crew at Legends TV Talk. Uh, social distancing is important. Uh, and, and as you're social distancing, you should be listening to podcasts. Uh, and one podcast you can listen to is ours. And so we want to take this time. Uh, we know that there's there's a lot of things uh, you can do to keep yourself safe during this time, social distancing being one of them, working from home where you can, uh, and, and wearing masks and washing your hands in public. So one of these things that we want to try to do to keep us safe and to keep you safe as you listen to this podcast it's is, is yeah, we're, oh. we're, we're, we're first off drinking alcohol, <laughs> oh. which, is, which, which is important uh, because alcohol kills bugs. Especially sixty-seven percent alcohol and above. So, like, if you just drink Bacardi One Fifty One, uh, you're good. You're good. good. You're good. Um, another thing to do is is to wear masks, but there is a shortage on masks. However, well, we, I have one. Yeah I, yeah, I I I managed like I fought off about fifteen other people. I managed to find a mask. Well, um, let's, all right, we should. Yeah. So so to keep ourselves I, safe, I we're gonna go ahead and it. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and put on our mask to to be safe here. So bear with us. All right, mine's on. It's good. It's. There we go. I, I just lost my headphones. This Hold is on. a visual joke that if you're listening on the audio podcast, you're going to want to go back and find. Okay. That's perfect. Oh. Well, <laughs> you've never looked better. Not quite. <laughs> oh, maybe. Boy, this okay, was a better bit. Visual, this was a better bit in, in, in pre than post. That's okay. okay. There, there you go. go. Yeah, you sound great. <laughs> I'm sure we all sound terrible. Uh, yeah. So, all right. You know, safe. I think we'll. It, Jokes played out. Yeah, the jokes played out. Okay, anyway. Uh, but he just, he just now, spent all that time <laughs> putting on the mask. <laughs> I know, that's why it's funny. Oh, so it's we'll getting warm anyway. mask. I put on a gorilla mask, and Kyle put on a Guy Fox mask. And that's the bit. <laughs> and I just sound really, really muffled, so I'm taking the mask off now. Yes, that's a good idea, because nobody wants to hear your impression of a Charlie Brown teacher. Okay. Yes, because so, no one wants to hear your impression of a Charlie Brown teacher. <laughs> was it really that bad? Oh, it was. Okay, it was well, a gem. Yeah. yeah, Andy, we'll keep that in there, just you know, as our little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's probably going to sound really bad. I apologize uh, in advance. <laughs> Feel free to put a bit in yourself, Andy, beforehand, and be like, "What is this?" Just FYI, <laughs> this is a visual joke. It's not very funny, <laughs> but they told me to keep it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you can use your discretion on that one. Yeah. Um, so yeah! yes. So yeah, so uh, but but seriously though, everybody stay safe out there. You know, uh, don't hoard toilet paper because you may be taking it from someone who actually needs it. Uh, lots of those things, all that stuff. Be kind, uh, be courteous, and uh, stay safe. Rewind. Yeah, be kind. Mm-hmm. Rewind. Like like the Star Wars VHS tapes that I just bought, which were the original theatrical cut. Um, oh, good, I'm just, I'm sorry, I got to brag on that like all the time. I got it for five dollars a piece. That was amazing. Woo! Yeah. So um, yeah, here we are. It's it's time. Um, yeah, let's just go ahead and do it. It's it's time for a history lesson. Sounds like a plan to me, man. And now, gentle listener, it is time for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. Alrighty, here we go. Season 5, Episode 6, Mr. Parker's Cul-de-Sac. This one was directed by Ben Bray, and it was written by Kito Shimizu and James Egan. Will, why don't you tell us what happened this episode? Ray plans a date night for him and Nora, but all goes awry when an encore shows up, making the team think on their feet and create a lie to keep the encore at bay. While trying to fool the encore, Ava learns what Sarah was really doing while she was away and confronts her. Charlie and Constantine make a deal to work together, which will benefit both of them. Meanwhile, Rory is upset when he gets negative comments about his book, so Zari helps him track down who the critic is, and Rory gets more. Than he bargained for. All right, I made it back just in time. I had to go usher the dogs out of the room because they were barking. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, you know, dude, we don't want to smell your feet. Well, yeah, you know. Oh, the dogs, dogs. No, okay. no, no, no. The, the, the real dogs were barking. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The real, the real dogs. The dogs were barking, yeah. Yes. Uh, all right, so uh, this was, I like this episode. I so did I, too. Yeah, okay. So let's just go into some overall impressions. Um, Will, I'll let you go first since you're in the middle of a sip of your drink, and I just thought it'd be funny to. Uh... <laughs> I, I'm sorry, sir. I don't do impressions. My field is information technology. Hey, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's just going to be a joke from here on. So, yeah, I got to stop um, using the word impression. I, I, I loved it. I, you know what? I like the episodes, and I understand the need to have, you know, 
like jump on episodes for a show like this where people don't have to know a lot of the history. Um, this show required you to kind of know a bit of the history of how all of, you know, how this show has gotten to where it is, where Nora and Ray come from, her father, etc. So I loved that. It, it definitely rewards the viewer. I, Neil McDonough is great. So um, I thought it was a wonderful episode. I thought it was very well done. I thought they, you know, the writing was on point. It was humorous. There was good, and it was good, not stupid humor. And, you know, overall, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. Kyle, what about uh, some initial impressions? Yeah, I really, really enjoyed this episode. I went into the episode thinking, how are they going to bring back Damien Dark? And lo and behold, season three, and then the big Bebo shows up again. So I'm like, that's great. And then from there on, it was just one lie after another. And it was great just to see him dig a hole that they tried to get out of. And it's at the end, you're just like, no. Wasn't that Arrow season three? <laughs> Ooh. Hey, oh. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Too yeah. soon? <laughs> no. No. Arrow's over. It's done with. You can, yeah. like, you know, you can kick a dead horse, sure. Yeah. I'm all about that. Or a dead show, if you will. Uh, <laughs> but yeah i i agree it was overall it was a lot of fun uh there were some emotional moments there and i think i think and we'll talk about this later on uh, i think the emotion for me at least uh came from knowledge outside the show um and yeah funny uh really good to see damien back he's such a good air uh, uh such a good character played by such a good actor and it's mm-hmm. always fun to see him there uh and the interaction we haven't seen an interaction between Damien and Constantine, and that was another another great yeah. point that we'll we'll talk about there. So, but yeah, let's get into it here. So, first off, yeah, Damien Dark is back. Gary's picking up some Bebo pieces, and of course, all of these encores have come back the moment that they died, and Damien died when Bebo crushed him. Mm-hmm. So there he is, right back at the beginning. Um, so this led to some interesting things going on because at, at the same time, <laughs> play went out. Well, no, he came back to life though. <laughs> I know. Taps. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So, uh, and this led to some really interesting consequences in the current timeline because uh, where we have in the current timeline is uh, Ray is preparing to propose to Nora. So Gary is helping them cook a meal, and they're getting the house ready and everything for Nora to come over. And Gary in 2020 is flickering in and out of existence because gary in 2018 mm-hmm. yes is kidnapped by damien dark and causes trouble in the timeline it seems because he's taken into the 1800s to throw him into a, in, into a train they were already yes. in the 1800s in salvation right which is where um he just tied Jonah him to the tracks because yeah. he'd seen him because mm. he was the first one that's right yeah. they they got killed in salvation in, in 18 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay my brain just just forgot that fact, and so it was very confusing for a moment. I was like, "Did he teleport them back in time?" And I was like, "No, they're already there because that's where Bebo died." I'll I'll say this: even though it was archive footage, it was nice to see Jax. <laughs> right? Yeah. That yeah. For the split second, oh yeah, Jax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I never you, liked him. Well, I did. It's nothing personal. I just uh, yeah. I'm a Ronnie Raymond guy, well, or yeah. Jason Rush guy. Yeah, but well, well, we don't have either of them anymore. So. I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was really neat to see Damien back, uh, to see him fight Constantine with magic. That was something yeah. that, you know, like, we, as soon as we heard that Constantine was going to be on the show, I'm sitting there thinking, well, awesome, except for the biggest, baddest, you know, magical dude they've ever had in the Arrowverse is dead now. <laughs> so so that's kind of that's crazy. What did you think about the, the Constantine magic fights? Love them. Yeah. Love them. They were great. Uh, yeah, trying to think back that, yeah, they haven't met even because they were both introduced in season four of Arrow, but they were never on screen together. Yeah. Vixen, the or, the granddaughter of Amaya, actually met Damien Dark, but not Vixen. Yeah. Vixen. Yeah. Whose not name actually. I cannot remember anymore. Amaya? Mari. Mari. You know what? Mari is the main one, and Amaya was the the older one. Yeah, thanks. Mari McCabe. Thanks, Legends. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah, we deserve that. I didn't mind it. I mean, 
I, I, I did. I like seeing that. It's like, okay, now there's, you know, you kind of want to see that. It's kind of what you buy when you get, you know, two wizards together. And right. I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I, I hate the the magic guffin, I guess is what I'm calling it. You know, it's like magic MacGuffin every week. But, you know, for, for this, it was good. Again, Neil McDonough, having Neil McDonough back, worthwhile. You know, and again, him and Matt Ryan play off each other so very, I mean, it could have been a lot worse, but because of those two actors and the level that they're at, you know, McDonough would feed him something, Ryan would eat it, and yeah. give it back. And I mean, the back and forth between the two characters was, they raised the bar for everybody at the table. Courtney Ford's not that great of an actress, in my opinion. But around those two guys, she was elevated. Yeah. You know? It was definitely worthwhile. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was it was such a nice, uh, like you said, to see them play off like that. It, it, was, it was really, you know, because a lot of times cornier shows you can get away with sort of like you know winking at the camera kind of stuff you know nodding at the camera kind of kind of bits and lines and things like that and um they work because the show is supposed to be like that right and and i feel in this situation you're absolutely right that um the the performances were elevated uh especially because neil um is 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 is, i i like him a lot i think he's really great i think he puts 100 percent every role that he gets no matter how ridiculous that it is but listen i could ask you guys what was his character name in first contact he was in First Contact? Well, Lieutenant actually, Hawk. Star Wars? Oh, or Star oh Trek? that First Contact. I was, yes. thinking, I was thinking of a different First Contact for someone. No, Star Trek First Contact. Star Trek first he was contact, Lieutenant yeah. Hawk. Even there, I was like, and all he did was he had three lines and he just stood there. But I mean, he was. And such, he got assimilated. Yes, he did get assimilated. Oh. Yeah, he actually went out uh, on the. Lieutenant Hawk. On the hull of the Enterprise yep. to help with uh, the deflector dish. I remember. That was the first time uh, I saw him. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, good actor. And then every time I've ever seen him <laughs> since, he's like, it's like, you know, yeah, he's got a range and a, and a depth to him as a character. You know, he can play funny, but he can also play, you know, malevolent very well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is all kind of, you know, precipitated or uh, precipitated, precipitated. Yeah. In the fact that, you know, Ray wants to propose to Nora. And so, uh, <laughs> As as Will takes a massive chug from his pint glass full of whiskey. No, 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 whiskey <laughs> and coke. It's a bottle okay, of whiskey okay. and a coke. Whiskey, <laughs> coke. coke. And for those of you who can't see who are playing the home game, I am making a big finger uh, size thing for whiskey, and then a small finger size thing. What does that tell us? Never mind. We're not going to go there. And explicit. <laughs> Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you for earning our E this uh, this week on on, on Lexus TV. <laughs> That's Talk. what I do. That's yeah. what I bring to the table. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it's Ray's Ray's all grows up. Yeah, he he's he's all grows up now, as as Nate said, and he wants to propose to her and uh, chooses you know a date night at Constantine's mansion in order to do so. And <laughs> yes, because that's where you should go on a date. Well, I mean, they need to use the set somehow. The House of Mystery is a great <laughs> place to bring a girl. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now, now it'll be this. Was that the same house? That, that's the same house that they yes. use in pretty much every CW show, right? That's that's the Queen Mansion. No, no, it's not. It's no, different. no, no. That that's, was not the Queen Mansion. No. Okay. Okay. It um, might be. It might have been used in Supernatural once. Who knows? But I'd be willing to bet that that is a wing of the Queen Mansion that was never filmed in other places. Maybe I don't know. Because they they used the now. Queen. They use the Queen Mansion for everything. Yes. For everything. Anyway. Well, they use the mansion in Billy Madison for everything in Hollywood. That's true. Who owns that? Is that like some Hollywood producer guy? I have no idea, guy? but I was watching The Jerk the other day, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the same freaking mansion. When <laughs> <laughs> they're walking it... around the pool. <laughs> no, sir. You're talking. Never mind. <laughs> are, you talking the, are, you, are you quoting The Jerk or Billy Madison? Yeah, The Jerk. Oh, I haven't. When he's seen walking the jerk. around, you never saw the jerk. I never. I've never seen the jerk either. Uh, listen, it, it is not a. It does not age well as far as appropriateness. <laughs> there are words and things said that were appropriate and hysterical in 1979 that you cannot say today. Well, however, <laughs> makes me cry laughing every time. I will beg to differ that they're never appropriate. They were just more socially acceptable in the 70s. Well, no, I think what it is is that in the 70s you could do racist stuff. If the person doing it was an absolute moron, like you could get away with that, and be like, like it was Archie more of a Bunker. social commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know? well, yeah, in Blazing Saddles, like Blazing yeah. Saddles was good. Everyone um, who's a racist is an idiot. 
So they 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 punch. You can't do that today. <laughs> yeah, they punch up instead of punching down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I think I think I think certain creatives could. Um, but it's, so. it's, a, it's a very small pool of people that could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but moving on, moving on. Yes, indeed. So Ray's big plans are interrupted by the fact that Damien has come back. And so now, uh, this once demon hosting evil, witch is now a fairy godmother. And so Nora has the, the brilliant idea just to go ahead and, and lie to her father, kick Ray out. And pretend that Sarah and Ava are her uh, hench people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this was this was really this was really interesting uh, because th- th- there's a bunch of different stories that kind of weave in and out of this. Uh, and, and so while Nora is weaving this this false narrative about her life to try and keep her dad from freaking out, there's also this kind of backstory about um, what was not Raw Dog. What was the name of the Wild Dog? Wild Dog. Raw dog. Yeah, raw dog is raw dog. Now we have to put now this we on have to put the e on there. <laughs> yeah, keep that on. Oh boy. Oh man. Oh man. Um, wild dog. <laughs> now, is is there is there is there comic significance for that, or is this just yeah. like a play? Yeah, he's he was on Arrow from like season five on. He was. I've not seen any Arrow character with the hockey mask, and the hockey jersey, and well, you saw you saw the crossovers. Yeah, he was in the. Crossovers. Oh, that's the guy. With, that's the guy with the hockey mask. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. I thought that was a, a like you know Billy Voorhees, Jason's little brother, who was just trying to like you know do stuff to impress his, his older brother. Yep. No. Okay. Yeah. That one. That one didn't hit. <laughs> okay. Okay. So then, then he is now. There, there's no. This is this is just a legends thing. There there hasn't been any sort of reference. Well, it's so at the end of Arrow season eight, Wild Dog or Ramirez. I can't remember his first name. Um, yeah, Ramirez. They all they all call him Ramirez. That's why I didn't know his name was Wild Dog. Yeah, right. so okay. I don't know why they would call him Wild Dog in this. But he was going to go for the mayor of Star City. Now, he was going to run for mayor. Yeah, and okay. and in the future, he actually gets it hey. in, in the storyline. Hey, that's what I'll do. I'm going to run for mayor. <laughs> yeah, I like the sound of that. <laughs> mayor Golden mayor Wilson. Golden Wilson. <laughs> He's back. Maya. Yeah. Um, but I don't know why he would ask Sarah, who is a captain of a time ship, to come and help with mayoral stuff. Well, so initially, like, I was thinking this might this might lead to some speculation here in the future mm-hmm. about about, um, about the show, about the show and about where Sarah's going to go. But I feel like there's some conclusion to this little mini story arc that we had uh, with with Puppet Sarah and Puppet Ava, where they communicated that they um, like she wanted to take the job because she wanted to settle down with Ava. But Ava thought she was trying not to communicate with her because she was, you know, and eventually what it boiled down to is they're like, Sarah thought Ava wanted to settle down, but Ava was kind of enjoying the ship and didn't tell Sarah. So Sarah was going for this job to settle down with Ava, but Ava was like, I like this ship. Let's stay on the ship. And so they're like, all right, we're going to stay on the ship. Is that, is that, is that my impression? I, I feel like this is, this is a resolved conflict there. And there's no longer any sort of like outside influence. That's going to pull Sarah off the ship. Do you guys agree with me on this assessment? I agree. I, it okay. was just that I will get into it when we get into speculation. But I, there was a lot of that going on today. Yeah. 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 I do so, concur. okay. No Tuesday, Kyle, you watched this live Tuesday. You didn't watch it. Tuesday. When I rewatched it today, there you go. See, because we're fans. <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. Damn the image. Well, actually, actually, <laughs> well, I did watch it Wednesday because I have to watch it on the CW app. So, right. Which, I, I, way, I watched it today. Sucks. I wish I could do a CW app where I don't watch. I hate them. I hate I, the I, commercials I, that are always playing. Yeah. yeah, the commercials that they have on the CW, CW put it app. Back on Hulu, bad. For God's sake, because I pay for Hulu. <laughs> right, I, I pay for Hulu too. But oh, it, I just hate commercials, man. I'm I, paying the extra three dollars a month for the Hulu. I'm paying the extra two dollars a month for CBS. I'm like, nope, yeah, no commercials ever. Can I? Can I just go on a small little tangent here? Can we? Yeah, that's what Legends is because that's cause yeah. apparently that's what happened in the middle of the episode. Right, what right. A giant tangent, but go on. This this is tangents <laughs> of tomorrow here today. Thank you for listening to tangents of tomorrow. I'm your host Matt. And I have with me as always Will and Kyle. Uh, Will and Kyle. Today's tangent is going to be uh, <laughs> what is the deal with streaming services these days. It used to be 
people pirated stuff because there wasn't a way to stream things. Mm-hmm. It'd be like if you gave me an opportunity to buy it from you, I would, but people didn't. So like that's why HBO is one of the number one uh, uh, most uh, pirated shows, uh, various movies and things like that. Uh, and then Netflix came out, right? Netflix streaming, and it was like great. I can cut the cord because. I don't want to pay for a cable package. I can actually cut the cord. I don't need to pirate because most of the stuff that I want to watch is on Netflix. Correct. Other content creators yes. and media owners were like, this is a fantastic idea. Let's do our own. And so they start pulling stuff from Netflix and making their own little things. And so the whole idea of like not pirating and cutting the cord has sort of gone to the wind because now instead of having a $150 cable package to watch what you want to watch, you have to get $150 worth of streaming services to watch what you want to watch. No! <laughs> but it, no, he's true. He's right about it. No, I know. I, do, I don't disagree. Here's what's happened, is that Netflix was getting a little haughty, and they were going the way of cable companies. Like, uh, it, thanks to the cable bill that Bill Clinton put out when he was president, um, it deregulated the cable thing. And that's why every two or three years you'd have, um, every once in a while, that you'd see the little crawl at the bottom of your screen at the end of the year going, hey, at the end of the year, NBC's removing all of their channels from our system because blah, blah, blah. And if you want to keep it, you better let NBC know. And NBC's like, yeah, if you want to keep it, better call uh, Spectrum and let them know because every the year they're raising rates more and more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix was going to do the same thing. And the cable companies basically said, and the content creators basically said, screw you. Um, uh, we're not going to fall for this. We've just come out of this. Like, you know, that's the one upside to the change that's happened. And so now they're like, we're going to do it ourselves. At no point do they consider anything for the con, you know, and it helps that the major cable companies are now also content, are also now content creators, you know, yeah. so it it's not as big of a deal. Spectrum, you know, time, when they were Time Warner, they were talking about throttling Netflix and everything else because it was taking away from, but HBO Plus would work. You know, yeah, it yeah, like, yeah. It, it, Warner, Warner Brother owned properties would would stream fine competitors, and th- th- this is a you know why net neutrality is important is that your internet provider is yep. owned like if you have Spectrum, it's owned by Warner Brothers, and so if you want to do CBS All Access, they can be like, well, you know what, if you want to stream from CBS, that's fine, you can, but we're going to throttle the hell out of it. Uh, right. So why don't you come over here to Warner Brothers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and that's what's happened is that, and and it sucks, and it's the worst, and. It's going to get worse before it gets better. What's going to happen is is that these companies are going to fail that are doing all of the streaming because what they're making us do is they always fought the a la carte option in cable. Mm-hmm. They were always like, you yeah. have to buy these these bundled together channels. I don't care if you watch HGTV. You're getting it. And you're going to pay for it. Yeah. You know, you don't care if you're ESPN, blah, blah, blah. You're going to get it if you pay for it. But now by truly putting us at a la carte, what's going to happen is, is that the market's going to dictate what survives and what doesn't Disney plus got a lot of great stuff, but Disney plus is now gorging subscribers. Why they don't have a lot of good content that made people sign up for it. You know, the fact that they threw frozen out three weeks early, people are signing back up again, mm-hmm. but as soon as they watch frozen two, you know, next month, turn it off. And that's, what's going to happen. People are going to turn it on for a little while. I'll turn it on for Mandalorian and turn it off when Mandalorian is done. Yeah. I'll turn on HBO max when you know they don't have Game of Thrones and they don't have a Sopranos, so I'll never probably turn that on until there's a show I want to watch. <laughs> the Green Lantern. Westworld. Westworld. Yeah. I mean, Westworld. I don't know. but yeah, what Westworld's I did, what, I'm not a big Westworld guy. I did watch it. Yeah, when I had it. I, I mean, seen it all. I used to turn on HBO Plus for the eight weeks of Game of Thrones, and then I immediately turned it off because that's all I needed. Now I, I, and I didn't want to pirate it because I'm one of our assholes, and they can find out where you are, by the way. But <laughs> you know. That's why all of us that, are using Spectrum right now. <laughs> that is why this happens. And that's why this is happening. And that what's probably going to happen is, is that you're going to see at some point there'll be conglomerates of content you know, holders like Time Warner will go to Universal and say, we should make a Hulu-type service of our streaming stuff to make a super service. That'll go next. And they'll charge twice the amount of money, but they'll have a ton bat crap of content well i i see something similar where it's like you know the the fox sell-off that they had they sold all they sold off all of their uh content creation and stuff like they kept the news brand they kept all those kinds of things but they sold off all of their uh content creation yeah which is why seth left fox he's like i don't want to work for disney yeah seth MacFarlane was like i ain't working for disney no way (laughs) yeah 
And so, and, and that's the thing is, is I think that's what you're going to see is you're going to see a lot of companies uh, selling off their content creation brands to Disney probably. But you have uh, to be careful because Disney almost didn't get that merger because mm-hmm. of the level of juggernaut that they are. Like there, and, there hasn't been an antitrust lawsuit in this country in, in 30 years. T-Mobile and Sprint almost didn't. Uh, AT&T didn't get to buy. They were trying to buy at one point. They got turned down. I think they were trying to buy Universal. And it well, was like, I, I know. there's too much. You would have too much rollover because AT&T would then control NBC and Universal as well as Warner Brothers. They're like, we can't, you know, we can't let that go through. I mean, I don't know. There's, there's been so much, so many of these buyouts and mergers and oh, things yeah. like this recently that, like, I mean, I, we we need another another round of antitrust lawsuits to go through and split these companies up. But I just don't think it's going to happen because there's so much money in politics and stuff nowadays that, like, you know, the lobbyists run the nation. But this they, is they not do. political they TV do. talk. Yeah, <laughs> this was tangent TV talk, and you know what? We we've tangented quite a bit, so let's not tangent anymore. Let's let's get back to the task at hand. I, I think that was a, that was a, that, that was, was a, a good tangent. Um, that we educated. This was education. Yeah, it was educated. It was a good tangent. Distance learning. We helped. Yeah, and, and and it is it is relevant to this show because CW has their own streaming service, and mm-hmm. and it sucks. Know, sucks holy <laughs> balls. It's terrible. Yeah, You're yeah, the worst yeah. ever. But please send guests to our show. <laughs> yes, absolutely, and and so and that and that's the thing. Like, who knows what's going to happen in the future with these streaming services? Like, is the CW, excuse me, is the CW going to get bought out by, or or at least the the CW's, uh, you know, streaming content creation and going to get bought out by somebody else? We don't know. Well, that's, don't that's, forget that's, the CW is itself a merger. Yeah, that's the true. CW that's was true. the WB and UPN merging together. Um, I think it was all owned by Warner Brothers. It was Warner Brothers that bought the UPN, which would have been Viacom and Paramount CBS. So that's how that occurred. So the CW. How do you know so many things about swallows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Seriously, like, you know what? Tangent TV talk. I actually made an ex girlfriend's mother hate my guts because TV has <laughs> always been a thing for me. And it was like, it was 1996. I went home with her for the weekend. My parents were living in Vegas. And she's like, her mother's like, let's play t- Trivial Pursuit. How about the television <laughs> edition? I'm like, absolutely. And no point did my ex girlfriend tell me that I should let her mother win. And oh, we're playing oh. TV Trivial Pursuit. Two rounds. Two rounds. She's like, you can go first. I didn't. Mi- I missed one question, and then I didn't miss another one. I got Father Knows Best, and she's like, how the hell can you know that? That wasn't on the air when you were born. I was like, oh, it's in there. I answered like. <laughs> You know, like my three sons, I was answering like classic TV questions, but there's a reason on Father's Day that I dust the television. It's like I was pretty much one of these 80s kids. It was like, sit here, you'll watch. And I would be like, click. Okay, I would get up and walk and go click. Yeah, you turn the little knob. Shut up. I can't turn the knob. I couldn't turn the knob because I turned the knob so fast on almost every TV I owned. I always broke it. Literally, my (laughs) grandmother's TV was an hour old and I broke the damn thing. She she laughed about it till the day she died, though. But legit, like I know about TV history is one of the things I know. And it's like, yeah, CW and UPN. That's why uh, Whedon got out of Buffy. He was like, he was all about letting Buffy in, you know, because he didn't want to work for Warner Brothers with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Vampire Slayer. So, yeah. Well, there Which you have it. Weird folks. Then he ended up working for WB when he did the reshoots for Justice League anyway. So, well, you and, know, there is money. And I even think Serenity is WB technically. No, it's Universal. Universal, okay. Well, Thank Universal you. had the movie. Fox owns the, the TV. Yeah. And there are whisperings. I keep hearing little whisperings. Like, people are like, God, let the rookie be king. <laughs> like, oh, oh, are you yeah, kidding me? The... If he brought Firefly back, yeah. Wow. If yeah. he bought Firefly yeah. back, forget it. That, that's I'm a in. whole different conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's been it for this week's Tangent, Tangent TV, TV Talk. talk. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, let's get back to the task at hands here uh, at hands, the task at hand, and that is to discuss probably one of my favorite uh, references slash crossover things that this show has done, <laughs> and that has been Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac. Well, uh, well, that's cool. So, so Mr. Parker, uh, Mr. Parker's cul-de-sac is obviously a, a reference to uh, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, Mr. And- Robinson's neighborhood. <laughs> Hi, boys and girls. My neighborhood's been a victim of gentrification. Yeah. <laughs> what is he like? The, the, I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, Officer Randy's at the door. <laughs> Who the hell are you? <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, this is how we answer the door in my neighborhood. Who is it? 
Oh, no, no, that's, that's Mrs. SNL. That's, that's... He's upset <laughs> because I've been spending time with Mrs. Landlord. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen oh. Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, you need to look it up on YouTube. They're classic Eddie Murphy. And when he did the episode this year, he brought one back, and it was just as good. It was yeah. Good. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, yeah, Mr. Parker was definitely a reference to uh, Mr. Rogers, and we had some of the most just ridiculous stuff in there ever. Uh, I'm just going to go down. What? That was the best part. <laughs> Is Mr. Parker getting lit? Wait, I Mr. Mean, Parker? after 8,000 hours, oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> You know, he's that, drinking. Uh, there, there. Some of my favorite things in there, though. We had the unspeakable train abomination, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then when he comes back, you did it. I cleared of my f- fear, fear of trains. trains. <laughs> and then there, there, there was even another reference within the reference, and that was Teletubby's son Nate. Yes. Um, which was which was interesting. Uh, there was a safe space sombrero, which they used to solve their problems. We also had puppets, puppet yeah, Sarah, and puppet the puppets. Ava. They brought back. The puppets. Yeah. yeah. They're like the same puppets. Yes. Like she doesn't even wear that stuff anymore. Costume but anymore, you know. Yeah. 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 And of course, bike messenger Bayrod. Um, but you know, th- this was this was basically used as a very interesting way to solve the problem of Damien Dark without having to depower him, mm-hmm. without having to kill him, and without having to like write some weirdo understanding kind of like okay fine i'm cool with it because it was magic right and it's magic was a little hand wave yeah i ain't gotta explain bleep you know that's magic for you um so yeah the fairy godmother aspect of that you know she uh the little girl that was in nora's charge Mm -hmm. was you know cured or whatever she wants to go back to her family she's fixed by mr rogers which you know mr rogers fixes everybody um and then yeah like i i don't know what did you guys feel overall about mr parker uh i, I loved it i loved it I mean, it was interesting yeah it was bebo yeah it it was bebo but like i don't know yeah i love bebo i know so and i love mr rogers just, and i and i do just, like the send-ups and i mean for me the the part of him drinking i was like <laughs> yes dad i'm in for like you, you've got me there like it's because you know, the funniest stuff I've ever seen with Mr. Rogers has always been satire where, you know, Kevin Smith wrote a comic once where, you know, he ran into Fred Rogers and Fred Rogers, you know, told Jay and Silent Bob to F off. Like, you know, I mean, it just, you, you got to figure. I'm like, the guy had to be like, sometimes he had to be like, freaky. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I think genuinely that Mr. Rogers was, was probably like the single most wholesome person ever born. Right. Well, I mean, you know, um, he's being, his face and stuff that we found out about him later was part of that but i mean it's just yeah it, it there's there's a of a mind waiting to be discovered of you know just finding dark ways to do that that type of show and character so you yeah. know like mr robinson's neighborhood etc cetera, etc cetera. there's yeah it's funny like you know and so the stuff that they were doing with that was funny you know yeah. but but yeah i, I, I was in it yeah it, it certainly worked it certainly was it did it didn't go over like like a wet fart, you know. Like it, it it was good. It was it was entertaining. Like you know, sometimes you can do bits like that and they fall flat uh, mm-hmm. if you don't have a heart behind it. And I think like the 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 whole reason why that bit worked is that the idea there was they were trying to solve their problems, right? And Mister Rogers is a show that was all about like acceptance and all these different you know good positive messages. And they weren't just like making fun of it to make fun of it. They were actually tying in the core essence of what Mr. Rogers is to solve the problems that the team was having. And like, right. you know, I, I feel like that's one of the reasons why it worked. You, you, you can't just like parody everything and just and just have it work. Like the reason why Mr. Robinson's neighborhood work is because it's like a di- like a direct parallel to you know how most african americans were living you know uh, in, in in those bad areas around in new york and stuff like that and it, it's like it, it was it, it worked because it's like it speaks to that right it speaks to kind of like the the nature of what the show is about and then how you can flip that on its head uh in these poor communities and things like that and right. so you know same way same way with how the crew needed to figure themselves out and fix the problems they were having that's what mr rogers does is he, he makes people feel better and be more accepting and loving and all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, I I'm think in, it was I'm cool. in. Yeah. 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 
Uh, but, you know, speaking of fixing things, um, the one thing that didn't get fixed this episode was uh, Mick's reunion with his daughter, <laughs> which <laughs> who didn't like I, I, I felt I didn't I didn't know the troll um, at first was going to be his daughter. But when they kept referring to the troll using like male kind of uh, descriptors and whatnot, I was like, it's not a, that's not a dude. That's a chick. I, and and then, I actually thought it was Mona. You thought it was going to be Mona? I did. I thought because, first mm. of all. I thought he wasn't going to be Rebecca anymore. He's not Rebecca. He's not. But but he because... still has to stick up for her, right? right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so that's kind of like I, I had that thought for a second. Then I was like, well, it's still his IP. It's still his mm-hmm. creation. He'd still want to like back up and, and uh, shoot for it, you know. But, you know, he goes over to the house and clearly it's a girl. And clearly it's uh, his daughter because we yeah. see his, you know, high school fling. And uh, after sitting down and like recovering from passing out, he just flashy guns them and then they leave. Uh, <laughs> so, which, which was great. And, and I had to do the math. I'm like, so the reunion was in 2004. So it's 2020 now. So she's at least 16. So yeah. that, that is enough time. That's some good yeah. math right there, Kyle. Uh, hey, yeah. you're well, welcome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that Common Core? No, Common Core. <laughs> <laughs> No, because we don't do that here. Not not yeah. in Wisconsin. They don't do math. Oh no, no, period. they do that. I'm saying here where I live. <laughs> we cow's don't house. do that. And cow's house I... we do regular math. <laughs> <laughs> this is my house. <laughs> but yeah, we do so simpler with a calculator. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll go a little bit further uh into into making his daughter right. here in, in, in uh in the speculation section. So I wanna kinda leave that one where it is for right now. Uh she she well Aside from the fact that, like, despite her being a stubborn, obstinate girl, kind of like he was, she hasn't wound up in juvie. So, yeah, right. Definite differences there. Um, and it wasn't mixed. Well, yeah, it wasn't mixed fault that he didn't get to know her because she because he didn't know about her. Right. Yeah, he didn't Which know. They said that because 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 he was in jail when mm-hmm. uh, when he was in jail and then he was on a. Time, time ship. ship. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even if he had gotten out of jail, I mean, he is on a time ship. He could just go back in time and be like, "Oh, I'm not in jail. Actually, that's that's not really me. I'm mm-hmm. a time captain kind of guy." <laughs> right. But yeah. And so uh, the the next thing I want to talk about briefly before we kind of get into one of the bigger things that happened this episode is Charlie and Constantine have agreed to try and reassemble the Loom of Fate for one specific purpose, and that is to fix Astrid. And they mentioned something this episode that I was kind of expecting them to do uh, or expecting them to touch on or, or mention something, and I'm glad they did. I don't know whether or not I'm happy or sad about it yet, but it was Constantine at the beginning of the episode talking about the Loom of Fate saying, the Loom of Fate, the only thing that can change someone's destiny and not have it affect the timeline. Uh, was this a massive cop-out, or was this something that was necessary because they couldn't muddy up the waters anywhere that they already have as far as like time and stuff goes. What do you think, Kyle? Um, I don't think it's a cop out. I think it's just, yeah, no. Do you think they're, they're not going to explain anything about it? Right. They're not. It's, no, oh yeah. It no, just, just, it's it, kind of just like how the spirit destiny was. Yeah. 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 Even though I think they, I'm sorry. The spirit destiny. It's exactly like the spear of destiny. was. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so it sounds like it. <laughs> well, I guess I'd say it's a one-time use, but I mean, so is the Spirit Destiny. Well, no, actually, that was a two-time use. Um, I, I'm sorry, I, I just was like that. It, it's the same. You're using the exact same MacGuffin from two seasons ago. Like the Spirit Destiny would have done the same thing. Three seasons. Yeah. 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 No, I I agree. Like it was one of those things where yeah, it, it's a MacGuffin because they've gotten they backed themselves into a corner where they can't really. It can't affect time. At least they mentioned it. At least they said it won't affect time to change this. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of, at this point, that's all I was looking for because I didn't really expect him to kind of go in and explain why or, or do anything like that. Uh, you know, there, there were no algorithms about using the loom in a way that wouldn't impact time, right? Like, it was just like, right. oh, it just doesn't. It just doesn't. And so right. whatever, whatever. It, it is what it is. Like, it, I feel it's a necessary evil and whatever. But uh, the last thing I want to talk about here about this episode before we kind of get into some some speculation and stuff is uh, one of the, I, I guess, probably the biggest thing about this episode when you look at it from an external viewpoint, and that is uh, mm-hmm. um, Ray and Nora's send-off was 
Was that this episode, or are we going to have no, more? No, it's next episode. That's it's next, next episode. episode. Okay. Next episode. They were laying I... the groundwork. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. laying the groundwork. Romeo v. Juliet, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great... See, I watched the preview for next week, and there was mm-hmm. no Ray and there was no Nora, and so There's I, no, I no, assumed that that was because this was their send-off episode, and now no, it's they, back to business. I, if this was their send-off episode, I would have been super pissed, because that's a... It's a terrible way for them to go. I don't, I mean, I like it was, it was a pretty emotional send off to me. Like, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, you could see the, the emotion in Brandon Routh's face and it felt like it felt genuine that he was really sad to go because it wasn't his choice, you know? Right. And, and like the marriage and Damien saying, Hey, you gotta go, you know, she needs to be, you know, she's a peacock. You gotta let her fly kind of thing. Oh, she, no, you say <laughs> she needs a normal life. She needs a house. She needs to, you know, not yeah. live on a time. Well, show. her, her yeah. life is never going to no, be normal. She's a fairy godmother. But Ray being there to support her and not being on the time ship away from her would probably help support her more than him being on the time ship. Also, I've thought about this. When was the last time we saw Ray in the Adam suit? Been a while. It's been a minute. Uh, Rasputin, I think. Rasputin, the first episode of the season. Yeah, first episode. Of the season. There hasn't been a lot of Ray this season. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay, well, that's good to know. That, that was one of my main questions for you guys, is whether or not this was the send-off episode, or if we have... Yeah, no, more. it's definitely, it's the next one. It's the next and, one. But I don't know for how long, if they're gonna be, like, like, kind of chop it up to how they do their episode, it'd be like, oh... No, next, or like next episodes are out. Right, no, 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 but I mean, like, how they're gonna do it. Are they gonna wait till the end to do it, or are they gonna do it in the middle? We can get into that in speculation, but I don't think it's going to be as, you know. Yeah. You know, but yeah. But speaking of that, I think it's time for some speculation. It's time for All right, so here we are. It is speculation time, and the first thing uh, that we're going to talk about is what we kind of left off there in the last segment, and that is what is Ray and Nora's next journey? Uh, Will, man, what do you what do you got? Do you got any ideas on this? Here's my thought: Ray dies, or really Nora dies. One of them dies. Mm, I'm really? telling you. He, uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, what's his face there? Ralph was in interviews this week, and he's like, he wasn't a big fan of how he was told they were leaving. He's kind of sad that they're leaving and things of like that. I can't help mm-hmm. thinking something's going to happen. You know? Oh, yeah. And no. it's a happy end. Okay, so we haven't had one yet. Who's got him off the Wave Rider happy other than Jax? But Jax got off the Wave Rider miserable because uh, Stein died. Because Stein. Yeah. Right? You know, if it's consistent that if somebody's leaving the ship, they don't leave happily. Other than um, Amaya. But she's even she was miserable because it broke up her and Nate. Well, like, they erased her memory, too, yeah. so that's the only reason why she was, you know... So, I don't know. I, I have a feeling that it's going to end horribly next episode. Either Ray's going to sacrifice himself, or far more likely, she sacrifices herself. Hmm. I don't know, though. Well, what do you think, Kyle? Nope. I think it's going to be a happy ending for them, so that if down the road they could be like, hey, do you want to come back? I know he said that it's... I know that he said in an interview that it's like still a a baby sort of thing. Right. But I think they'll leave it open for them to return if they wanted to. But it's, I, I, I would say that, but I it's don't not think they're going to kill her off. They didn't make this choice. It's not like they said no, 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 that our characters have gone as far as we could take them and it's time for us to do something else. They were let go, you know? Yeah. Right. And so from a story perspective, why let them go unless something's going to, that it's going to mine the story further for you? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just my thinking from a. So what? Like, does an encore kill them? Like, is it an encore responsible for the death, or is this like or Astra know... herself? And now we have to save Astra, and she killed Ray or Nora. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, st- I'm gonna go with the happy ending. I, 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 I hope there's a happy ending for them. Oh, like, so do I. I. I'm just a negative Nelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I would like the possibility of them coming back in the future or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, yeah, I, I really have no idea. Like, I was hoping to maybe get some clues from uh, the preview for next week's episode, but they weren't featured at all. That's another reason. 
that I think that too is because they weren't featured. They could show them off like walking off into the distance going, say goodbye to Ray and Nora, but they mm-hmm. didn't, which means it seems like it's a death that's surprising. Like the, act one, you know, yeah. maybe it blows them both up, you know, but mm. a, maybe, maybe like one, a, yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a fairy godmother. Uh, one of the children is like, I wish you were all dead and like kills them both. I don't know. Mm. Something like that. But, there, yeah. I mean, there are promotional photos out there with Ray hugging Nate but I also read something that Ray and Nate may be on the outs in this in the next episode, so it's I mean, it could go either way. But I'm still hoping. What do you mean, Ray and Nate on the outs? As in like leaving the show, or as in like uh, they they don't like each other anymore? As in I I guess can we? I don't know if this is speculation, TV talk. It is speculation. We're in this. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in no, speculation. No, 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 spoiler TV talk. I mean, spoiler TV oh, okay. talk. Oh, spoiler TV talk. Yeah. Well, yeah. go ahead. Oh, speculation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just let me uh, get that. Uh, uh, for next week's episode, Romeo v Juliet, Dawn of Justness. Justness. Uh, the legends continue to their hunt for the pieces of the Loom of Fate and find themselves face to face with William Shakespeare, Ray, Nate, Rory, Constantine, Charlie, and Bayrod. Stay a little longer on the mission, making things worse after lying to Sarah. Meanwhile, Ray and Nora make another big life decision that leaves the team surprised, and best buds, Nate and Ray, are on the outs. <laughs> I mean, so so it's the on the outs on the outs. I think it's Ray's decision to leave and leaving Nate there. I mean, maybe I, like I I I feel like. Probably that. There was also the bit about their wedding where uh, it was too soon. Yeah, Nate was like, "Oh, <laughs> the, we, we didn't want to say anything until you said something." That kind of stuff. And that so. seems. Do you think this is going realistic? pretty fast? Yes. Yeah. I couldn't say it until someone else said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't say it until you said it. Like, which is yeah. the rule. You don't say that. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. my first yeah, marriage, like, yeah. I had friends who who were like, "Well, you're making a mistake," and I couldn't hear it. You know, and I never asked them, and they just volunteered it, and they felt led to do it. And, Turns out they were right, and I kick myself daily for that. But I mean, that being said, and if my first wife is listening, hi. But um, <laughs> yeah, that being said, yeah, you can't say it. So I understand, but there would be fallout from that. Like if somebody said that mm-hmm. to me now, I'd have been like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, he's also. I mean, he's liked her for <laughs> a while now, so it's hi, Mike. The proposal. <laughs> the proposal. I don't think is. Fast the the marriage the the joining of those two souls was a little fast, but hey, yeah, because they went immediately from engagement to getting married. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, that, that, that happens. The that, ring is in the moose. That was actually more romantic. They were talking about it's too fast for you to get engaged. She's been, you know, she's not been a demon now from their standpoint. Only not been a demon for less than like six months. You know, like six months That's ago, true. she was trying to kill us. So. Yeah, you know, I I think that's uh, it's about two years per Damien Dark's uh, thing about I've been gone for two years. That's true, but still, it's been about two years because even even when they break during like whatever, they skip ahead to right. whatever the current year. Right. Is. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. So I mean, you know, we know that Ray and Nora are leaving, but uh, do we have any like? It seems like, and we, we talked about this earlier. It seems like they set up Sarah to kind of like leave the ship oh. as well with Ava. And set up Mick even yeah. leaving too. I, I would with think his Mick daughter. before Sarah. This is Sarah's show. She she's not gonna have a career after this. I'm sorry. You don't <laughs> see her in anything else now. Like, you know, the, the actress she has to know she's got a good thing, especially because she's getting to direct. Which yeah. is, you know, would be a thing that you would use in a negotiation to say, you know, if you want me to keep doing this show, you gotta let me direct one. Like it's what yeah. Jonathan Frakes did with G- TNG. It's what a lot, you know. No. She would not leave. Rory, given the, the, the apocryphal information we've got from, from Kyle just alone on like where he saw him at Wizard World last year and mm-hmm. he was kind of a you know, the actor was kind of Purcell was kind of a douche. <laughs> you know, allegedly. He, yeah, he um, doesn't he doesn't like going into costume yeah. and his answers were very short. I would I would sooner think Mick. And and again, I'd be okay with that because I'd like to have Heat Wave and Cold be villains again on Flash. Like I think Flash but, suffers from not having the rogue. But with Dominic Purcell or with no, another no, another rogue. Just a new... Nope. Okay. 
Uh, Crisis actually rebooted the both those characters and put somebody more there. I mean, because think about it. Both characters were like 10 years older than, you know, The Flash. Yeah. Like, give me a contemporary. Give me somebody that's in their late 20s that can, you know, and a Captain Cold and a Heat Wave and a Mirror Master. And, you know, give me those guys on Flash, you know. and so, Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I, and I kind of agree with you. I think Mick would be the... the the next to go before Sarah, because yeah, this this feels like it's going to be Sarah's show, and she's going to run it from here on out. Um, yeah, it just it just felt very weird that all three of the last remaining original legends were like, "Hey, we have outs, but only one of them is going to be going forward." Yeah, yeah, just really weird. But yeah, I mean, like, so uh, you talk about Mick and maybe him leaving, but do we think that Mick's daughter is going to be? the plot line they used to kind of usher him off the show. Of course it is. Cause that's what we did for Jax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's but true. he, he left and then, yeah, but I mean, he came back that he said that he had a family. So, yeah, I feel like, I feel like that's going to be like, that'll, that will be pretty much an excellent conclusion to make story arc. Honestly, right. if they do that. Mm-hmm. The, the whole, uh, you know, he had an absentee father. He had a horrible childhood. Uh, because of you know the abuse and stuff at the hands of his father, and so I mean, for he him, killed his parents. Yeah, he killed his parents for a reason, right? Yeah. So for him to go back and and to be a father for a daughter, I think would be like a full circle kind of like mm-hmm. make is a is a is a full blown healed, fully realized character, and yeah, I feel like that's definitely the way they're gonna go. Yeah. Uh, there's it's it's not a lot of speculation on that one because no. it feels like it's 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 just gonna be there. Well, I think with um, that too, I think I think they're gonna he's gonna, you know, and moving on to like our, our third talking point on that, I mean, Mick's daughter, I mean, they're introducing her for a reason. You know, it's yeah, not like yeah, they're gonna yeah. leave that plot dangling. So right. yeah. she's gonna be a part of things and you know, going forward and, and I'm I'm all about it personally. I think he had I don't I don't think Purcell's had anything to do the last couple of seasons except Mick quote of the week. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean last episode he had one line. Of dialogue. That's true. That's true. And this time he had more, which. Well, before we hop into that, is there anything, <laughs> any, any last like a uh, speculation or, or tidbits about this episode you want to talk about? I think she, I think she's going to show up on the wave ride. Oh daughter. yeah. 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 How? Well, we'll figure that out because I don't <laughs> think he's going to be able, he's not going to be able to, I, you know what? Here's what I can see them doing. He keeps flashy thinking until yeah. he gets the meeting that results in them liking him. Mm-hmm. You know, That's like he'll be like, oh, 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 no, this ain't working. You know, and he grabs the gun. He's like, you know, he keeps trying it again. Ah, nice. <laughs> oh, wow. I like that <laughs> it's green. Yeah. Clear. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, I guess the green. It's what's funny is the when you turn the light on in there, yeah. it also makes it invisible. And we can see through it. I know. <laughs> That's crazy. So He'll do that. You know, like I could see that, like two or three times, he's just like, uh, "I have to flash it." So, so yeah. I think that he's, you know, I think he's just going to keep redoing it until, you know, he has a good meeting. He'll bring her on the ship, and she'll be there or something. But who knows? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I that, that sounds about right. But I, I really do think that if they're going to get uh, get Mick off the show, then that's the route to do yeah. it. Is just to to do the father angle with his daughter and to make just a fully realized character arc. But um, speaking of Mick, it's time now for my favorite portion of the show, and I'm sure it's yours as well, and that is Mick's Quote of the Week. (laughs) (laughs) There were a lot of options this week, and I see, Cal, you narrowed them down to three. I did. So why don't you run us through this week's uh, candidates? Shall do. What's wrong with your face? <clears throat> I'm Rebecca Silver. And <laughs> I'm Rebecca Silver, and you will listen to me, you pimpled face. But she doesn't have any pimples. I'm a celebrated author. My last novel was a triumph. And you know what? Uh, what the hell have you done with your life? And who are you to judge others? All right, so there we go. There are the options. I... I think my favorite was the I'm Rebecca Silver and you listen yes. to me because like it's, 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 it's a situation where like, you know, he, first off he's reading off of a card an insult to somebody, which is not a Mick thing to do at all. And then he kind of like gets caught up in the fact that, that 
it's a girl that doesn't have pimples and he's like i don't know what to do and it's like it's so weird to see making that situation so that's yeah. that's my vote that's my I vote. vote for that as well all right i vote for it as well all right there it is kyle go ahead and take it away this quote of the week i'm rebecca silver and you will listen to me you pimple face but she doesn't have any pimples <laughs> there you have it, folks <laughs> my favorite portion of the show yours as well i'm sure um, we have a little bit of news to talk about here before we head out. And, uh, this is uh, not necessarily related to legends because I believe that legends has finished the production for their legends season. Has finished. So they're, they're, they're going to be, you know, airing the last of their episodes, but production on all other CW shows, as far as I know right now has halted for yeah. the time being because of the coronavirus and COVID-19 outbreak that, or pandemic that we're facing right now. Um, so that's interesting. I don't know how many episodes they've gotten filmed. I don't know if you guys have read any more information about this, but I just wanted to, you know, talk about this for a little bit and uh, how that's going to impact the rest of the universe as a whole uh, moving I, forward. Yeah, I don't know how many episodes they have left, but it's a possibility that we. It's kind of like how the writer strike happened a couple of years exactly ago. What I was going, but a yeah, but a but for a different reason. Right. Uh, it's just that it's just going to end abruptly. Whereas, like with like Flash and Supergirl have both halted production. I've read that like um, person who plays Martian Manhunter. He's like, "Yeah, I'm unemployed right now," and I'm like, "Are you? Yeah, Are you really? You still have a job. You just you just unfortunately can't do it right now." Yeah. So but like that, that's just well, that's just my whole thing about it. When they say production is halted or postponed or whatever do they intend mm -hmm. to refilm those episodes and air them at a later date or is it just would, schedules or are schedules and if they can't do it they can't do it we don't get the episodes i would hope so but i mean the thing with supergirl is that um if it goes anymore into april and may that kind of because melissa benoist is pregnant pregnant <laughs> oh yeah um, they they were going to start production on season six in uh, I guess in April, May, if I remember correctly, so that when she got, so when it was time for for the birth of their child, that everyone would stop, like the whole cast and crew they were would have the summer vacation breaks. basically in the fall. Yes, gotcha. So for for that production, it would it would be a little bit harder for Flash and Batgirl and well, Black Lightning is done for the season too. Um. But for so for like basically Flash and Super or Flash and Batwoman, I could see them postponing it and then picking up where they left off if they go that route. If they don't, we could see a season finale very shortly. Okay, so it's more of a situation for Supergirl than it is for anyone else. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, and we don't know for for sure whether or not the seasons are going to abruptly end and that we'll get those episodes later, or if those episodes are just done. Um, okay, so so it's kind of up in the air now, which which is which is a, a, a you know interesting times, as they say. Um, luckily for us on this show in particular, all of our episodes are done, yes. and so we will be continuing our show despite the production hiatus. And who knows what we'll be doing on Flash TV Talk? That'll be <laughs> that'll be something very easy, very very interesting to see in the future. Uh, but yeah, any other uh, any other comments on this uh, production halt? Uh. No, good on. Um, it sucks. Yeah, yeah. no, I, people, I agree. But yeah, it, it, it sucks. It sucks for everyone involved because it is their job, and that's yeah. how they make their money. Like, but make I'm make sure... no mistake, that production halt was was the right idea. Closing down schools, businesses, and stuff is the right idea. However, without some kind of financial stimulus to the people who work at those places, it is a bad idea. Because guess what? People are still collecting rent checks. They're still collecting bill yeah. checks. They're still collecting all those kinds of things. People still have to pay to get food to eat. Right. So, yes, all of these halts, good idea. All of the, you know, closing of public businesses because of this stuff, good idea. But we don't have anything right now. Take care of the people who are most affected by that, and that is the employees of these businesses. So um, talk to your congressman <laughs> about stimulus packages for the most vulnerable and affected people by this. But uh, – <laughs> Also, again, we talked about it at the start of the show, and, and, and to be real here for you know for a minute, like be safe, um, wash your hands, uh, you know, take care of your loved ones. Um, if you have you know 
people with pre-existing medical conditions or the elderly uh, that, that you take care of, be, be extra cautious around them. Uh, and if you can, um, make sure that, you know, if you do feel sick, don't go near them, right? Right. Um, yeah. Stay but, home. But, yeah, stay home when you can, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we love you guys, and we want everybody to be safe. So um, that's, that's my little soapbox. I'll hop off of it uh, because it looks like we are out of time. However, if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream, here's how. You can follow the show on Twitter at Legends Talk TV. You can follow me on Twitter at Ring That Bell, spelled B-E-A-L-L. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KyleCrosley89. You can also listen to me on the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at WR Benson or listen to me on the Plains Talkers Magic the Gathering Podcast. But if 280 characters isn't enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com and watch us every week live on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. Thank you, Will, for getting us back up on the live page. Woo, <laughs> uh, if you like this show, check out some of the other shows from the tvtalk.fm network. Such shows as Flash, Supergirl, Batwoman, Star Wars, Tolkien, and more. And while you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review, and we will read them on the show. And don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on Google Play, Stitcher, and the Apple Podcast app. And special thanks, as always, to Charlie Bach for creating the music for our bumps. You can check out the, uh, the rest of his awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And another special shout-out to our sound engineer slash editor slash producer, Andy Barksdale. He's the guy who makes us sound so pretty and who makes Kyle not sound like he's yelling into a 10-gallon bucket. <laughs> you can find out more about uh, Andy at andyrobotaudio.com. As always, you stay classy, you idiots. Tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here?